This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 240 of The Real Word. Word is up. Can you hear that? You can't hear that? I can hear you, Nicole, loud and clear. Me, but you can't hear the... Are, are we starting over now? Because I don't know what you're t- what you're talking about. No, the sanding. It's really happening now. It's oh, like... they're sanding the building. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Yeah, so... That's a lot of sanding. So our office in Connecticut, before we jump into these rackets, and we've got some juicy topics here, they're sanding the whole thing and painting it before the cold weather weather in the Northeast starts, which is yep. right around the corner. Because I saw it this weekend, actually. It's I'll be now. coming up the pole. It's cool. it's as like, soon as the sun goes down, it's you're you're putting on pants and a sweatshirt right now. Yeah. Hit the thumbs up if you like warmer weather over colder weather. And in the comments, tell us what the temperature is where you are today. It still seems like- Wow. What do you- whole, You're like a weatherman? Uh, I'm not going to play the weatherman, but it, it seems like every time I turn on the weather, they're like, the country's overheating. And I look at the weather for Connecticut and it's like, <laughs> going to be 40 degrees this weekend. Yeah, I'm like, 60, no. But... I think it's 63 right now. Okay. All right. Let's jump right into it. Racket number let's one. For the very first time, Nicole, yep. Open Door is selling homes at a loss. Mike Del Preti wrote the article on Inman. We'll link it up as we always do in our show notes. After outpacing the competition, basically destroying the competition, Open Door has put all of the competition in the rearview mirror. Market conditions has finally caught up with the iBuyer, forcing it to prove that its model still works even in a downturn. Obviously, we are facing a new market right now. Open Doors buy to sell premium. The difference difference between the purchase and the resale price of its homes has reached a record negative low. Why does this matter? For the first time in its existence, Open Door is entering territory where in aggregate it is selling homes for less than their purchase price. Let's look at the chart if Bobby could throw that up, if you're watching on YouTube, you see it. If you are listening, this shows that the we are now for the first time since January 2019, we, not we, but Open Door, yep. is selling these homes at a loss. They were making about 4%, Nicole, in 2019 and 2020. And they got up over 8% in 2021, if I'm reading this correctly, maybe even as close to 10% in 2021. And then here in the beginning of 22, so January 22, they hit over 10%. And now they are in the negatives. So look at how quickly this market has flipped on Open Door. Nicole, are you surprised that as we enter the downturn, that they're selling homes for a loss? And do you think if the market continues to go down that by the end of this shift, Open Door gets back on the positive, meaning they're going to buy deals right now and they're going to be able to make money on those later on? So are you surprised right now? And what do you see for the future of Open Door? It's interesting because I'm I am a little surprised that they're that they're that they're selling for less than what they they bought it for, but I, again remind me because I know Zillow was like overpaying for these properties too. It was Open Door doing the same thing at at at, at sort of the peak. We had tons of evidence. We covered it on this show. In yeah, you the had past. A, you had a, you had a, 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 a someone in your family in there, there Arizona, was a family Texas. Was a, it was Texas. There was a family member who had three properties. They were renting these properties out through Airbnb and they got offers from Zillow that were mind boggling. Crazy had, numbers. Yeah. I mean, 
we spoke to agents in Texas. I did some data and some homework and everything kept turning up that, wow, you're getting 30% over market value. Take Zillow's offer and run with it. And that's exactly what they did. We also had data from other agents sending stuff into us saying, hey, here's what's happening in my market. Zillow's overpaying. Why are they doing this? It was very confusing. Obviously, everything hit the fan. They ended their eye buying. I don't have that type of data that open doors just outright overpaying for properties. What I will tell you is they've got this and I'm doing, if you're watching on YouTube, you see it. I'm doing air quotes right now. They Mm -hmm. have this sophisticated algorithm does open door. And oh, by the way, I'm certain that they have a gatekeeper to the algorithm. Somebody double checking the number who's never been a real estate investor in their lives. Somebody out of one of our great universities here in America with a four-year degree in using a calculator, and they're checking the open door (laughs) algorithm. Okay, so they haven't been in real estate. They haven't been in these local markets. They're not an investor. They've never actually gone through the GFC, the great financial crisis. They don't know what the heck they don't know, right? And these markets do turn on a dime in certain markets. And so- Certain markets, yeah. And so that's what Open Door is experiencing right now, that there's things that their algorithm can't see. Nicole, you're a savvy real estate investor. You've done multiple flips and you've done multiple renovations. I mean, you're looking at deals every single week. When you go into a house online on the MLS, how often do you say, okay, I think that this is worth X. And if we put Y into it, you know, we can get this return. And then you get into the property and you're like, oh boy, we're dealing with a whole new can of worms when you're physically in there. How often does that happen out of 10 homes? Is it five? Is it less than five? Is it more than five? It's probably nine. It's nine times out of 10. Once you physically get in there, it's a different story. 100%. I mean, because, you know, like windows, you know, you think windows are okay and you don't know until you're actually physically in it. Or you think that there's hardwood floors maybe throughout that could save you a bunch and it's not. So you have to replace flooring. Or, I mean, there's so many unexpected layouts. Maybe the layouts aren't desirable in this market. So I would say probably nine times out of 10, it's it's definitely very different than what you're seeing. I mean, I get, maybe I could say eight, but a majority of the time, once you get into that house, it's a completely different animal it, once you're in there, for sure. Every market's different. In the Northeast, people tend to like real hardwood flooring in their homes. True. That may be different in the Southeast where yes. you know you want tile or yeah. some type of Well, we have basements wood. here, you know, like Texas, there's they have no basements here. People like basements, they like them finished. Um, again, we're also in this weird market too, where, you know, we don't necessarily need central air like other parts of the country, but it's, but people prefer it. So, you know, if, so if there isn't central air, you need to add it and then it's, where can you add it? And are, can you run it through the basement? And then, Ooh, if it's a two story, you have to run through the basement and the attic so that you're not taking up closet space. So look. Just sticking with the example of a hardwood, because you brought it up, sometimes you're like, okay, those homes typically in that neighborhood underneath the carpet, they'll have hardwood. You get there, they didn't have hardwood, they've got subflooring. If you were to say, okay, the, the house has hardwood and one house doesn't, it's got just carpet or maybe some type of luxury vinyl or whatever, 
is there a big difference in resale value? Is there a significant difference in resale value between hardwood throughout the the floor, throughout the layout mm-hmm. versus not hardwood in the markets that you serve? Are we talking about bedrooms or are you talking about living spaces? Like all, like definitely living spaces, but yeah. you know, let's go living spaces. Okay, so if there's if there's carpet in living spaces, it, it's not even a, a matter of it of of there being an increase in price. It's a matter of the buyer not even wanting to buy it potentially too. So your buyer okay. pool like shrinks tremendously. Um, I mean, who wants? I mean, who wants carpet in their dining room or, you know, especially if it's throughout in their living room, especially again, in our area, we have fireplaces. So, you know, it just a lot of red flags start coming up. And then, yeah, the value is huge because if there is carpet, then they're not only potentially not wanting it, but then they're immediately in their minds thinking that this is going to cost them at least between 10 and $20,000 to then replace all the carpet too. So they're immediately walking in deducting from that price. So if Open Door's algorithm is not at this point, and maybe it does in the future, I, I don't know yeah. algorithms. I don't have any algorithms as a BFF where I can ask them this question, but maybe the algorithm gets like better. Like BFF, in, like best friend forever? Yeah, like I, I don't have any mm-hmm. algos. Like Zuckerberg's not in my back yeah. pocket. I don't know yeah. how good these algos are going to get in the future. I'm assuming based off of really smart people saying they're going to get better and better and better that they are. So let's just assume that that's the case. And may, maybe in the future, they'll be able to predict this. But right now... I don't believe that the algorithm and the people that are checking the algorithm at Open Door know enough about what all the nuances that you just laid out. And, and that's why real estate has been a really, really difficult industry for prop tech to take over. I spoke to Spencer Raskoff, former CEO of Zillow, about this at great detail and great length in the past, where, hey, do you believe prop tech has really just taken over and solved every issue in real estate? Not even close, he says. And this is one of those examples that if you know your market and in the comments, like, like what's the, like for that nuance that Nicole just talked about, what's the flooring of choice and how big of a difference or, or how long will it take to sell the house if you don't have the flooring of choice? And so open door right now, if they're sitting on a house that's got carpet or if it's tile in a, in a market that really wants wood flooring or whatever, to your point. You might just not have any buyers that want it because they don't want to do the renovation necessary to bring the house up to their standard because right now there's less buyer competition. And if that's the case, open doors on a timeline, they got to move these properties. That's where you start to see these reductions. Let's move the inventory so that we can continue to go out there and get more inventory. I think that's that's what we're forgetting here about the model is they don't want to just sit on inventory. They want to yeah. churn it. They want to move it so they can go make more offers to other people. If they're not able to make the offers, the offering of we'll buy your house for cash, make it easy. They're not getting more, a bigger customer base. They're not collecting data. They're not getting more referrals. They're not getting more people comfortable with this idea of selling direct to Open Door. Remember, everybody who invested in Open Door, and I'll remind you, their stock is down 80% in the past year. In the past 12 months, their stock's down 80%. All of you investors, you want to be investors on TikTok who have added me and said, Open Door, they're a market maker. They're making a market. They're creating one out of thin air and it will be the new real estate market in which everybody operates in. You've all lost 80% of your money 
if not more. I hope you get it back. I'm not rooting against you personally, but I laughed when I saw those comments. I laugh when I think back on them and I laugh when I think about the future and the nuances of real estate. We all know in five years from today, iBuying will not meet Brad Inman's previous prediction of 50% of the market. That was that's, like almost a year and a half ago too, wasn't that's, it? That's ludicrous. That was yeah. a year and a half ago. That will likely never happen in our careers. If you're an right. agent listening and you agree with that, hit the thumbs up on the YouTube. M most people, and, and as we're getting into this trickier market, most people still today, 92 plus percent, want to use an agent to get the most money they possibly can for their house. And as there are less buyers in the market, that becomes more important than ever. Than ever. When I look at Open Door's future, though, I do think they're probably making a strategic move here. I'm going to give them credit on this. I think they're making a strategic move to be able to capitalize on deals this winter. And uh, at the end so of this- So freeing up some cash or trying to free up some cash so they can- yeah, I, I think they say, okay, well, if we're going to take X loss now, maybe we make that up because we're buying the right deals over the winter. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more when we get into our last segment on the pod, but but I maybe their future pacing and making a strategic decision. Listen, they, they've got a better calculator than I do, and they've got more degrees to punch those numbers than I'll ever have. So mm -hmm. I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt there. And that might be the move that they're making. Uh, but ultimately, I think it's a racket to believe that this was ever going to be an easy way to create a new real estate market. The market has ebbs and flows. Open Door is feeling it right now. Nicole. Yeah. What do we got? We got a racket prop, number. We got prop stream. We got racket number two. But yeah, let, we'll, we'll got prop stream before we that. Of course, we got a, hot. We Yeah. Got a, we got to prop it like it's hot. They've got the most powerful data and you can target market using PropStream. I just did a video last week on the BAM YouTube channel. If you missed it, go check it out where I actually dive in to PropStream. I do a full review on how you can create these lists. So 100% equity or 50% equity or non non you know, owner, non-occupied properties, yep. right? Where, where they're renting it out and maybe they want to capitalize on this market. Listen, the agents right now today that are calling on, on people that have a need and create a relationship with them are going to win in this market. PropStream gives you that data. It also for 10 cents, for 10 cents, a contact. So you create the list, you pay 10 cents, a contact, you get that information and you can create a list to call They'll actually do emails and mails through the service for you. Props. We looked at a whole bunch of these types Way of too products. Many. Way yep. too many. We want to buy deals and we want to get more listings. If you want to do both of the same, at least go down to the link below and get yourself a free trial. We've got the link where you can get a free trial on PropStream. So check it out and start building your listing inventory and your investment inventory today with PropStream. All right. Prop it like Ra it's hot. Racket number two. Yep. Zillow. They're in Zillow's a lawsuit. Back. Zillow lawsuit accuses the company of wiretapping. We will link up the BAM article 
where we sourced the original Inman article, the new class action lawsuit, one of several filed this month, accuses Zillow of violating consumer privacy. According to the complaint, Nicole, Zillow uses session replay code to record every user interaction with the website. These actions also violate Washington wiretapping laws. The lawsuit filed on Monday also names Microsoft as the defendant. Zillow contracts with Microsoft to embed the code used to record consumer engagement in their website. This is not the first case of its kind, and if Zillow loses its fight, the outcome could reshape how large tech companies collect user data and gauge consumer interaction with their brand. Obviously, Apple has stopped the ability to just like to run these Facebook ads at scale to people based off of their, you know, how they're, you know, using the, you know, their phone essentially. Right. right? And so, you know, this is kind of like tracking every little move people are making once they get on the Zillow app. I mean, imagine that Nicole, you, you knew exactly if people were clicking on like the We've agent. said it from the beginning, data, data, data. I mean, think about how many times Zillow has moved the agent around. Yeah. Like they used to be on, you know, the right hand side, then they push them all the way down to the bottom. They've moved that agent contact field around a whole bunch of times. You know, maybe they said, oh, it's, it's getting a little too much attention over uh-huh. here. That that agent bio on Zillow is getting too much attention over here. Let's move it over there. I'm sure it was all about the agents. When you have the data, you can do yeah. things like that. And they certainly sure. would have, they would have the data on maybe, I mean, this is the data I really think is interesting that I always have known Zillow has had is, okay, a property is, is, you know, not on the market. And then all of a sudden in a month, you get like all these hits and it's coming from one IP address and, oh, that IP address is the home. It's the home. Uh, do you think that that homeowner is looking at their property for a reason all of a sudden they haven't looked at it in five years. Now they're hitting it over and over again in a 30 day window. They're right. probably thinking about selling. Right. They're looking at their value. Right. And, estimate. I, and I always wondered why Zillow wouldn't use that data to maybe go and create more seller leads because that's where they've kind of struggled. They've been great at creating buyer leads and struggled with seller leads. Right. And we didn't really see that to come to fruition. So maybe they're not going that deep. It'll be interesting to see. I think that, you know, likely this thing will get settled. Uh, I don't, I don't see a, you know, a real, you know, I, I just, I haven't seen tech companies, although there was some news this week, Nicole, I don't know if you caught it. There was some big blow to tech companies in, in terms of, Facebook or Meta in the comments, if you know what the heck I'm talking about, because I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. This is all over my head. I, I, I None there, of it makes sense to me. There was some, you know, th- these tech companies have this big, uh, you know, governmental protection, basically. And, and I think this one was more on censoring people. So maybe I'm going down a complete opposite direction. Uh, Bobby's hole. trying really frantically to, to do a little Google search for you because he wants you to save face here. But yeah, maybe Bobby can look that up. I, I, ju- I saw a headline where it's like it was probably some political tabloid or something. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll add it to the, the, the left, right, middle. A- anyways, th- there's certainly a lot. Apple's been on the forefront of this. A lot of uh, you know protection for consumers for what they're doing online. 
I've always I've always said Zillow has all the data. And so even if they lose this, they still have tons of data on their website because more people use it than anywhere else. So when they come out with a report, don't take it for granted because they're seeing everything. More people are using their website. When they actually have lead opportunities agents, don't sneeze at those. You know, I was actually talking to one of our seasoned agents the other day, Nicole, and we did a yeah. we did a panel. And we had a whole bunch of, you know, people that are thinking about joining real estate, thinking about joining the team in, in Connecticut come in mm -hmm. and he's, he pulled me to the side after and he said, you know, cause we were talking about Zillow and, and leads and how great yeah. it is to, to build your business because let's face it, consumers trust Zillow. Right. And he said to me, he goes, you know, I was always, the one thing that's different about here and other places is I was always taught that Zillow's the enemy. Right. Most, most agents, when they're at a typical brokerage and there's a whole bunch of people that have been around 20, 30 years in this industry, they will teach you that Zillow's the enemy. They're the devil. And that's always how he was trained. So when he was in front of a consumer, he would often say, Zillow's bad. Don't look at Horrible. this estimate. Yeah. It's terrible. Somebody, somebody just trying to generate leads. Somebody brings up Zillow. Don't look at that. And you come yeah. in with this very defensive attitude towards Zillow when you're talking to a consumer and a consumer takes that and they say, whoa, I use Zillow. It's the most trusted brand that I have. And you're being very defensive about it. Do I lose trust in you, the agent, or do I lose trust in the brand that I knew before I knew, even knew who the heck you were? Right. Likely they start to shy away from that agent. And he said here, it's always been the opposite. Use Zillow to your advantage. Let Zillow help you educate consumers. There may be misinformation, but that's where you come in and be the educator. Use Zillow right. to connect with more people in your community. Zillow's the best tool that any real estate agent has ever had plopped into their lap. Unfortunately, most of them don't realize that to be the truth. Uh, I think that this, what do you think about this lawsuit though? Are you concerned? Would you be? I don't know. It's all over my head. I feel it? like, at, I feel like at this point, like, I'm hitting cookies daily. I feel like everybody knows where I am at all times. That's essentially what this is saying, right? It's like building out where you're headed on the website. I have no idea what it, to be honest, I've got no idea what it all means. So it doesn't, it, I mean, it, it, it doesn't, clearly tech companies are concerned about it because it, it'll certainly halt what they're doing as terms, in terms of business practices. But I mean, I, I'm not overly concerned with them knowing my, where I'm headed on their website. I mean, I, I, I'm a pretty boring girl. In the comments is, does it concern you? Are you, do you have concern for your clients being tracked by Zillow? And let me know why love to see those. If you do, if you do use Zillow and you're not wanting to be tracked, you could always go incognito window. That's the tip at the bottom of this article, which again, if you want the full details, We'll link that below. Let's get into our last segment, Nicole, yep. left, middle, right, the headlines and politics, real estate entrepreneurs and agents need to know. All right. You ready? This is a Wall Street Journal article. Treasury yields rise to new multi-year highs. Stock futures slip. Yeah. And just the last five days, the 10 year has just gone through the roof. And so we'll put that up. If you're watching on YouTube, we'll put that chart. I mean, it is, it is high. And this is what everybody says to track. If you're looking at mortgage rates, Ivy Selman has said it for years. If you don't know 
or you're not tracking the 10 year, when you come to my house to list it, I'm going to throw you out of my house. Track this thing. It's very important. And you see here, as we go into today, Nicole, the next yep. Fed meeting. So that's going to happen today. If you're you know, watching or listening to this pod right when it was released, then you may not know what's what's going on in the Fed meeting. It's later today. If you're watching it after the fact, you already know what the outcome was. But this 10-year treasury, which predicts the mortgage rate, is obviously reacting to what they expect this Fed meeting to do, which is to jack up the overall rate once again and make things even you know more difficult for on the economy they want to shrink the economy even more and so got to pay attention to that 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 to me means the end of this year is going to be really really difficult to find new people that can afford to buy a home affordability is becoming the huge issue as it relates to people who want to buy real estate. When the interest rate is now up over six and continuing to stay over six, that's concerning to me. If the 10-year continues to go up and we get to seven, I start to get really concerned. Okay. I've said before, if we get over six, I didn't think we would get over six this year. Here we are. Uh, I said six is concerning. I think they said what? Nine? Nine was the number this year or eight and we sort of debunked it. Yeah. We, and, yeah. That was and a- listen, the 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 pressure and the the chart on the 10 year looks like we could be heading to seven or above. That to me is really concerning. That's such a huge swing in one year from low twos to over seven. If we get back down to what they're projecting for 2023, 5%, I'm good with that. We'll have a really healthy. It'll be it'll be healthier than what we might deal with here in quarter 4 of this year. We get up over uh 7% fourth quarter, the winter, the winter's going to be cold, so bundle up agents. All right. The next one, Fox News. Inflation will pick midterm election winner in November. All right. Let's assume this to be true, right? That's what everybody's going to be running on. I'm going to fix inflation. I've got the plan. I'm going to do it. Look at me go. And let's just all cross our fingers and hope that that's actually the case, that whoever gets in in November fixes inflation. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of politicking going on with Ticking. like how how much they can impact inflation and and maybe who or what is going to have you know an impact on the Fed depending on who gets in. Maybe one side pushes for more fixes faster to make it look like hey the election brought you all all of you great citizens that we have you know exactly what you wanted. We're bringing in, you know inflation down if. Inflation is going to come down and the problem is going to get closer to being solved in 2023. Playing off of the last headline, I would say that this winter brings the largest opportunity, not the end of next year, 2023, as we go into 24, but this winter here, the largest opportunity for agents to find real estate deals for themselves. For any of you agents that are sitting on cash, that are working really hard to accumulate cash or that have access to maybe some 
you know, good deals on cash. I'd be buying real estate this winter. Practice what you preach. You know, so many of us, myself included, might have gotten caught up and I and I got caught up on like literally no money that's going to affect my life, but caught up on like, okay, let's buy a little crypto here. Let's invest. Let's do all these different things. Listen, we're real estate professionals. Go all in on what your profession is and invest money right there. I think that this winter, as things get toxic politically, will create the biggest opportunity for those looking to buy some real estate, especially if you're holding it. And so jump into the pool because I do believe once we get past this winter, once we get past the the hysteria of this election, that things will gradually start to improve on the inflation front next year, which means eventually this thing will even out and you won't have some of these opportunities forever. We know that to be true. Nicole, what your, your take on that? You, I think it you, sounds great. Yeah, you want to just buy deals and renovate them. That's what. I, that's all I want to do. <laughs> yeah. All right, in the comments, if you're with Nicole, you just want to do some renovations and let's just do some deals. Yeah, pick, pick out some paint colors. Well, yeah, I mean, paint. I, paint is my. I, I like tile. Tile's my my love song. Yeah, some tiles, some flooring. It's your some love lights. language. Tile. It's my tile's my love language for sure. Yeah, send I Nicole spend a some whole day in the tile the tile department. Send yeah. Nicole some DMs on the craziest tile you've seen in the last. That'll month. be fun. Yeah, you'd love so that. Fun. I would. Sure. Tag, tag her on IG, Nicole White Realtor. It was a good show there, Byron. All right, I, I enjoyed it. Next week we'll be together for the show. Next I two can't weeks. Wait. Next two weeks. By two the way. weeks. Yeah. Lucky duck, I am. The next two weeks we'll be together and we appreciate all of you being together with us, whether you're listening or watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please consider subscribing to BAM, Broke Agent Media YouTube channel. If you are listening to the pod, would love for you to consider leaving us a review, whether it's Apple or Spotify. Love you guys. We'll see you next week on the greatest podcast in real estate, the real one. See you guys.